So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. The 2022 Hell in a Cell premium live event is in the books. And it closed out with a hell of a banger with a hell of a Hell in a Cell match with Cody Rhodes against Seth freaking Rollins. And Cody was injured throughout the entire match. A whole lot to get into. Kevin Kellum is live from the Allstate Arena. We're going to jump into everything here today in the Hell in the Cell post show. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Hell in the Cell uh, post show here on Sports Keto Wrestling. I'm Jose G. We got Kevin at the All State Arena. We got Jeremy, as always, down over there in Nebraska. Guys, we had the Hell in the Cell match that just concluded a few minutes ago. And uh, man, a hell of a main event. Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes. We knew hours before this show went live that Cody Rhodes had suffered a torn pectoral muscle. And it was very evident when we saw him take off his jacket. A lot of things, but I want to go to you, Kevin, first. You were at the arena. What was the initial reaction when Cody got, took off his jacket and uh, showed his bruised chest to the entire world? It was so I mean, you the whole crowd. We'll try. Kevin, you're, you're, you're breaking up. Kevin, you're breaking up quite a bit. I can't hear you very well. So we'll, we'll, we'll bring, try to come, uh, try right. to log back in, try to log back in. But, uh, Jeremy, I don't know if that came across to you the same way. Yeah, um, I didn't hear any of that. But, uh, yeah, but, but when I saw the reaction, it just felt like the, the air just got oh, sucked out yeah. of the entire oh. arena. It was like, ooh. It, like, yeah, it was, it was like, completely dead once they realized how severe it was. And it goes back uh, when Triple H had that torn pec muscle, and he showed that uh, showed off a picture of it. You could see it bruising going up to the arm. And, and uh, God, that looks so brutal. And uh, props to... Props to Cody for for fighting through it. Um, you know, apparently, if it's a torn off the bone, you ain't going to do much more damage to it. So it's basically pain management at this point. So that was probably how he was medically cleared to go because he couldn't do any worse to it. So, uh, But, yeah, that looked brutal. And as soon as that got on camera, he took off that jacket. My God, it, 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 was, it was like when Undertaker got pinned at WrestleMania. It got quiet. Yeah. Yeah, it, it got quiet. The air got sucked out of the entire arena. And even, like, here watching at home, I, we, we felt it. Uh, yeah. the, the match overall delivered. Seth Rollins coming out dressed with, you know, the good old American dream, Dusty Rhodes attire. Uh, <laughs> even had a belt. Uh, a lot of good storytelling here. Cody Rhodes got the win in the end. Um, I, I'm almost wondering if this was the original finish that they had planned or even the original match that they had planned well. before the pictorial muscle thing happened. 
Uh, but overall, man, how did you feel about this match? I thought it delivered despite the fact that Cody Rhodes was severely injured. In terms of uh, coming out on top, I was not surprised. I predicted Cody to go 3-0 and in this feud and then probably go on to win Money in the Bank, which now is not going to happen. Uh, Cody's mm-hmm. probably going to be out until hmm, Rumble at the earliest. He might be out till Mania. Uh, it's torn off the bone. So that's six to nine months probably. Uh, so yeah, you gotta hope you gotta hope he makes us like this big surprise return at Mania or at, at Rumble and gets a big pop there because he's gonna be down for a while. Uh, the match itself was tremendous. I thought it was a great main event. Um, obviously Seth Rollins is a pro, so he knew how to work, what to do uh, to keep Cody as pain free as possible in that match. The only the only downside to this was the fact that you know they really didn't integrate the cage or, or the cell at all this is a hell in a cell match and they they barely integrated that it you know so that was kind of uh the only downfall to it but overall it was a tremendous match they did some great spots i mean the crowd woke up for that pedigree that cody hit that was yeah. uh, pretty badass and i think it was a fitting exclamation point to the end of a, gr- a tremendous feud where Cody goes back-to-back crossroads and then picks up that sledgehammer for the finale. I thought it was a fitting end and and overall a great match. Yeah, I also think, uh, and, and Kevin, I want to get your take on this because you were there in person, uh, but like the, the match itself had a lot of close calls. Oh, oh, we lost him. That's lost his take. Again. And that's his thing. He's like, I'm leaving. Yeah, his uh, take but, is but the match nope. itself had a had a lot of very uh, close calls, a lot of near falls throughout the match, a lot of great storytelling. And even like at the end, he's looking outside of the cage, looking at Rollins. You and me are done. Three and oh, we are done. Yep. So very entertaining. I thought this was a really good way to close out uh Hell in the Cell. But we had a ton of other match uh, other matches too, mainly raw matches. We opened up with the uh, Raw Women's Championship Triple Threat match. Bianca Belair, Becky Lynch, and Asuka. This is also another really fun matchup to open up tonight. A little bit over 30 minutes in this match. It delivered, man. The, it's always important that you remember the first match and the last match. And, the, and Hell in the Cell did it tonight. Yeah, it was probably the match of the night. Um, I bet Cody and Rollins, if Cody was 100%, might have been the match of the night. I bet they had some shit planned there that we probably didn't get, though it still was a solid number two. But the women took over the top spot. They had to, everybody else Agreed. had to, everybody else had to follow that to open up the show. It was just uh, nonstop energy, great pinfalls, great near falls just great everything in the match and uh seriously uh you know it, it's definitely three of the best women in the world and they showed it tonight and um this was kind of uh a d- defining win for bianca belair uh defeating one of the greatest in becky lynch and defeating one of the uh the one of the you know she hasn't been around for a while but she is still one of the one of the best wrestlers of the past five ten years in oscar and so obviously pinning Asuka, I have a good feeling that eventually we're going to get that rematch with Bianca and Becky at SummerSlam so Bianca can right that wrong of the 26-second pinfall. I agree. Let's see if we can get Kevin back into the broadcast. He's been waiting here. Nope. nope. He said so nope. He said he's nope. like, nope. Uh, guys, if you're just tuning in for the first time or just watching us right now, go ahead and hit that like button. Smash the subscribe button if you're watching us on YouTube. 
and smash that notification bell so you don't miss whenever we <laughs> drop brand new content. We're actually live every single day, Monday through Friday, at the top story at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every single day. Uh, we dive into the hottest headlines of the day in the world of wrestling, so make sure you follow us every single day. Uh, we had a second matchup, MVP uh, and Omos go up against Bobby Lashley, two-on-one handicap match. Bobby Lashley gets to win here. Um, MVP, you know, steps into the ring. It's been a while that MVP has, has been in the ring. Uh, looked in okay shape, but uh, I didn't think too much of this match. I honestly thought that Omos was probably going to get the win, but Bobby Lashley got another win over Omos on this one. Yeah, I, I correctly predicted uh, Bobby getting the uh, win here. I just, just the just the crowd support he's been getting on a week-to-week basis, and you saw it in Chicago. Tremendous pop for Bobby Lashley. He grabs a fan's belt at the end of that match and poses with it, telling you he's calling yeah. his shot for Roman yeah. Reigns, uh, which is, hey, that might be your plan B now that Cody's going to be on the shelf for the rest of the year. Uh, so it might be Bobby Lashley working his way back up to the top again. Um, there was, uh, according to Sean Ross Sapp, this was supposed to be third. Uh, this ended up being second. I kind of wonder, they realized this probably was not going to be the greatest match on the card, so they had it follow that tremendous women's match and put it second. It wasn't that, it just wasn't, it didn't flow that well to me. Um, outside outside of uh, the, the end, when you got the pop with uh, uh, Bobby putting the hurt lock on MVP, that was a great moment. But overall, the the match itself, it could have been a TV match. It wasn't really a PLV, PLE level match to my in my no opinion. that you could have saved that from monday night raw i completely yeah. agree with you yep. uh kevin uh, how's how's your reception on your side dude can you hear me now uh he froze up again <laughs> unbelievable he's just uh he's just stone-faced at that match he just wasn't uh yeah he, he he wasn't i guess he was not feeling that match yeah, no he was uh, just giving us his uh true opinion on that match <laughs> guys sound off in the comments how did you enjoy hell in a cell uh sound off let us know one through ten ten being the absolute best show you've ever seen one being the most absolute terrible show you've ever watched uh we also had another matchup right after the omas we had the six man or six person mixed tag match it was judgment day rhea ripley damon priest and edge going up against the new version of the bullet club with aj styles finn balor Liv morgan we actually get we actually had ko and ezekiel after that but that really wasn't that match wasn't really much to write home about either except for the comedy except for the comedy of ko yelling elias at him every time he he attacked him yeah uh, yeah uh, and and surprisingly enough, God, with KO getting the win, you would think that uh, Ezekiel would have gotten the win on that one. I, I predicted um, KO getting the win because I have a feeling KO is going to get a push. Fi- he's he's due for a push finally after signing that extension. I so I, I, I in my predictions, I did KO. The only one I really got wrong tonight was uh, oh, what did I get wrong? I can't even remember what I got. <laughs> what did I get wrong? Um, oh, I got uh, the U.S. title match wrong. That was the only match I got wrong. Yeah, yeah, man, uh, and we'll get into that match here in just a little bit. But what yeah, do you think? Yeah, about- KO, KO and Ezekiel was just like the uh, the the Lashley MVP match. You could have had it on Raw. It wasn't really a PLE uh, level match. Um, it, it, both guys worked hard and and did all right, but uh, <laughs> both, but uh, I, I just it it didn't pick up until the six man. Wow. 
<laughs> yeah, man. So I, I actually really enjoyed that six person tag match. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot of a lot of stuff going on. Yep. Uh, from you know AJ it finally being able to hit this phenomenal uh phenomenal forearm on edge and just to everything else that went down in the match. It was just beautifully done. Uh, I was really expecting Finn Balor to do something here to, to get that turn, but we didn't. I'm happy they didn't because they do not need to break up. That's a good trio live and Finn and AJ. They do not need to break that up. Kevin, are we coming in clear? Can you hear us? Is that, is that Nick Hausman in the background? <laughs> no, no, Nick. Nick, Nick, is, Nick is nearby. <laughs> I hope you can hear me. Okay, finally you can because there's less than seventeen thousand people all on the same cellular network. So there we go. I can get get a hold of you here. We got you. Now. Um, packed house, packed house for this show. This was a legit sellout of a show. Uh, Chicago is a big wrestling market, as we've seen, and we will see later this month. So you'll have two shows from the two major companies in one market, and both of them are sold out in less than four weeks. Something to be said for the city. Um, It's also worth noting, this is a very diverse crowd. This is not an AEW crowd. This is not dudes in their 20s, 30s, and 40s. A lot of different people, a lot of different backgrounds. They wanted Cody to pull this out. The air sucked out of the room when he took that coat off. Uh, They were with him with all the shenanigans, and there was a lot of shenanigans I don't think this crowd left the show being mad. I think they were hoping for a banger. I think they were hoping for something on top of the cell. But I don't think this crowd's going to hold against WWE or Cody Rhodes. Overall, a pretty fun show. Another example of WWE doing these pay-per-views. Excuse me. Premium live events. Uh, where the you got more than you were expecting. And the opening triple threat, as you guys already mentioned, was an amazing match. Bobby Lashley. Let's talk about Bobby Lashley. Mm-hmm. He was over like Rover in Chicago. Mustafa yeah, um, yeah, Ali, fans want it. Yeah. I mentioned it earlier, Kevin. I think with Cody Rhodes being out about six to nine months, probably with the torn pack, he probably won't be back till Rumble at earliest, maybe Mania. Uh, maybe Bobby Lashley's now your plan B just because of the reaction. He helped grab that fan's title mm-hmm. uh, afterwards. Uh, maybe Bobby Lashley's your plan B now with Cody Hurt. Yeah, man, uh, I, I, uh, I completely yeah. agree with that. Sorry, uh, it'll Kevin? be an interesting scenario. I'm sorry, I was going to say an interesting scenario. Mustafa Ali got a great reaction, the hometown hero, the hometown gear. People were popping for the gear. Oh, uh, yeah. People wanted him to Shy win. Ali. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but Shy Ali special gear doesn't matter when you got somebody that people are expecting big things from in, in Austin Theory. I was hoping for it, but a great match nonetheless. Yeah, a very man. competitive match, a strong match. There was not, I think it's worth noting with the live crowd, and I only have the live perspective. There was not a crowd, there was not a match, a single, single match on this show that this crowd did not have an emotional investment in. Every yeah, single match, they knew who to cheer for and they knew who to boo for. There was no, yeah. there was no, I want this guy, I want that guy. No, like that was done. That was done. But you knew who to boo. You knew to cheer. You can do the sing-along stuff with Seth Rollins and all these different things, but cheer for Cody. Cheer for Cody. Like, and, and anyone who wanted to boo Cody wasn't going to boo him because that guy came out there with a torn pack. Walking out of this arena, people were like, that guy went out there looking like that. Even little kids, even little kids were saying, how did he get in the ring and do that? How did he do that? I, don't, I saw a little kid behind, behind me talking to his dad said, how is he in there? How is he doing this? Is this is this a part of the show? 
You know, and I think we achieved, but I think that has to be accounted for. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, that doesn't mean blowing smoke up anyone's butt or any promotion. He, he went out there and did that. He didn't need to do that. They could have done something else, but he went out there and did that. I think that maybe that's a testament to his dedication to being an attraction and, and, and wanting to give the fans as much as they could. I spoke to some fans that went to Champagne uh, yesterday. Yeah. And they talked about being disappointed that he couldn't work a match, but then I see what he did tonight, and I understand why. But if you watch Cody throughout his career, you know he's one of the most stubborn son of a bitches in the world. He is. Oh, he was stubborn. He was stubborn. And we saw yeah. it tonight. We definitely saw it tonight. Mm-hmm. And 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 even in the, I'm looking at the chat. People are just absolutely. Wow, sorry. Pull over. <laughs> people are absolutely all over Cody. They're. <laughs> Hide the, stuff. hide the stuff. Hide the stuff. What? Hide the stuff. He said hide the stuff. He's telling <laughs> his driver to hide the drugs. Let's get into Mustafa Ali and Austin Theory because I thought this was going to be a one for the hometown, Kai. I thought Mustafa Ali was going to get that nice victory in his hometown in Chicago, but we didn't get that. That obviously means that WWE has big high hopes for Austin Theory, but still really good crowd reaction for, uh, for well, Ali tonight. Yeah, I thought uh, that was the only one I got wrong tonight. I thought I thought they weren't going to do the hometown screw. I, I thought the time uh, enough time has elapsed for Theory to get the belt off of him because I didn't think they need the belt because it's going to be Theory and Cena at SummerSlam. Just book it right now. But now it's going to probably be for the title. Theory is going to hold that all the way to SummerSlam. Uh, and and uh, I would say, I, hell, I'm looking forward to a, a Theory Cena feud to be honest with you uh again man these guys put on some some great innovative moves that that move that flipping move that theory did out of the corner was badass some stuff that ali did they did some innovative stuff in this match and and uh, hey man they did the inter- they did the u.s title uh proud tonight and hopefully uh they can keep that momentum with that title unlike what they're doing with the intercontinental belt yeah and we and we've spoken about that how a lot of these uh, the, these secondary titles have not been featured on upon on these premium live events as of recent. So it's nice to see the United States Championship being defended at on today's uh, Hell in a Cell PLE. But Kevin, how, how, I know that you were there. Tell me about the Ali reaction. A uh, big reaction, hometown hero. I mean, he got a huger reaction. I think maybe even bigger than he would get in some other markets, and that's being in his hometown. I mean, literally, he was a police officer less than 30 minutes away from where we live or where the show is. Uh, and every time they're in Chicago, he, he gets a big reaction because the crowd responds to that. And it isn't just like, oh, he's from here. No, it's, they care about him. And, and I think the things he says and has pushed translate a little bit, maybe even deeper than they would in another market. I feel like I'm in a found footage movie listening at the, uh, the screen net, you know. Um, but no, I, honestly, this is a strong show. I think the crowd was very forgiving considering everything on the show. Uh, they wanted, a, they wanted a lot of tables. They got some tables. They popped for the tables. They got some they stuff from Happy Corbin. For the tables. Yeah. Corbin. <laughs> yes. uh, I loved, I loved how Corbin was trolling the crowd and, it, and we'll get to that oh, match dude, here I, later. Yeah. And we, uh, we still have to finish our thoughts on the six-man, too, when we get back to it. But, yeah, I loved when they were trolling, and then Rollins brings one out, and the crowd just goes nuts for it. <laughs> yeah, and I, th- I thought that was great. Uh, but, yeah, man, uh, th- th- let's talk about that six-person tag, uh, you know, Judgment yeah. Day uh, against the new Bullet Club. That's what I'm calling them. 
Uh, I thought this was a really good matchup. And, and just overall, from all the sequences and everything that I saw, this was just a legit, really good match. And even like um, when we had the matchups with pre, actually, when we just started, they were all going at it. All six yep. people just going at it. It was yep. wild from the get to start, and it finished off wild. Kevin, what was your what, what, six person tag match? Nope, he's getting. Uh, he's he's, just he's getting us- I think he's getting cuffed. <laughs> Who's getting cuffed? Kevin's getting cuffed. He's, he's on mute right I'm now. Not, there I'm not getting cuffed. I'm trying to show you the arena as I drive by it right there. Look at that. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. Nice. Uh, so I thought that I, I, I enjoyed this man. I thought it was really, really cool. Like team one, I don't think that's a big, uh, big of a deal, but the crowd really popped for all the different entrances and they really cared about the certain characters. Um, it was some fun sequences. You got to love a heel team that can cut off a big pinfall. There were a handful of times in this match where it felt like AJ, Balor, and Liv had it. Like they had won the match. And it was pulled away. And I know that's a standard thing that you see on TV. But live, when a near fall hits and the whole, ooh, ah, like that happens, that really hits. And I think that hits a little bit more in an arena like Allstate Arena because it has. And this comes off on television when I watch shows from here too. Is the acoustics in this building really resonate all the sound down to the ring. And it makes everything kind of almost pop more. Like you almost have three-dimensional sound in a way that you don't have in other buildings. And it's what makes this building that they're running tonight a special and historic building. And if and when this building gets torn down, there's some talk of that, by the way, uh, that WWE's got to do some big shows here before that's done. That really, Some of those near falls really came off really, really well on that. And, and I really enjoyed the match. I don't mind Balor taking the pinfall. This could be speculative of what his standing is in WWE, saying, I'll remember when he was such a big star. But... Liv shouldn't take that pinfall. Eight to take it. Balor can take it. He'll be fine. Yeah. And now everybody's worried that Balor will turn tomorrow. I hope that's not the case. I don't want any of the three to turn. I actually want them three to keep on uh, uh, being together. I doubt that's going to happen, but we'll find out. I, I, of course, the uh, the story of this match was uh, uh, was Rhea showing off some leg with that new gear, not wearing yeah. pants anymore. The uh, the internet was a buzz at Rhea in those sh- in those uh, tights. So. Uh, showing off that leg uh but it was a, a great match um a great finish with Rhea uh once again interjecting herself in front of uh last time it was AJ this time it was Finn and it cost him when he uh, missed the coup de gras yeah man uh yeah I thought it, I, like I said there was nothing I can nitpick about that match because I thought it was it was fantastic yeah it, it woke the crowd back up after a couple of so so matches it did uh, let's talk about uh, a, a, a so one of the so so matches, a no hold barred match. Oh, I'll disagree with you on that. I thought this Matt, was good. Madcap. It was it was a uh, for me. It was I like we we could have gotten some tables in that match. It's a no holds barred. You could have put some tables for the crowd and pleased the crowd, right? Uh, but I the right person won. Yeah. And Madcap Moss got the retribution for the neck injury, right? So I thought this was perfectly told. Kevin, what about you? One second here. Try and get my mic on. I didn't want to have the, the rolling sound of a car on when I didn't need it. Um, I, I, live crowd loved it. Live crowd loved it. They popped for all the different uh, hoopla and, and hard-wired, spectacular trail shots and all these different things. The ending made sense. Um, Matt Cop's music was kind of confusing because I think the live crowd's still getting used to like him just coming out looking differently. Yeah. Um, but, but Corbin gets his heat. I, I don't think there's... A, a mid-card guy in the last 10 years 
who gets that type of go home, get out of here, we don't like you type of reaction. And he knows how to work it and he knows how to pull his timing and he knows how not to do something and when to do something. I think that's a really underrated part of his aspect. I mean, everyone talks about what this guy, what this move this guy does. All the things that Corbin does between moves get a reaction. And then he does something like a maneuver that gets a reaction. So it's worth noting, he gets so much more bang for the buck than some other people, a la some other people that people are talking about on the other channel on some other nights, right? He's one of the few true heels in pro wrestling right now. He really is. Yes. Yes. And, uh, and then at the I same still, time, I still, I still don't give people laugh and give people a boo. Yeah, I still don't understand the the crowd's fatuation with 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 tables, but you know, oh well, uh, they care about them a little more, a little too much, in my opinion. Uh, but I did love... it, It's still a smart mark crowd. It's a smart mark yeah. town, dude. It's it's bizarre I... world. It's like when you go to Toronto and New York City. I still loved the Corbin trolling though. Like, ah, screw you guys. I ain't pulling out a table, you <laughs> sons of bitches. Uh, I, I I I disagree with Jose. I thought this was a great match. I thought. Uh, again, Madcap Moss has had consistently good matches this year. He's probably one of my breakthrough guys of 2022 just because of, of the Seamus level of consistency he has put on in matches. I thought this was exciting. Uh, could it could it have had more? Yeah, but uh, it, it had a, 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 a fitting finish to uh, send yes. send uh, uh, to send uh, Corbin off in an ambulance. Yeah, no, a lot I, of I, you, brought, you go ahead, guys. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, I think that, that that was the right thing to do because of the way that the story was told, mm-hmm. uh, especially after being held back last, last Friday from doing what he wanted to do, which he ended up doing anyways tonight. So I, I thought that the, the way that it ended and it was told was very well done. Go ahead, Kevin. I'm sorry about that. Uh, I was going to say a lot of big names left off the show. They were selling merch for rk bro you know there was some there was a special mr t t-shirt on sale which was like one of those this individual short run t-shirts they do mr big a big thing here in chicago started here in chicago uh so they had stuff like that it was pretty interesting no advertised return date by the way for chicago no tv date returned as far as i can recall they've had Uh, enough wrestling lately anyways they could cool off for a bit I want more, baby. I want more. AAW, Logan hey. Square Auditorium, coming up next hey. Saturday. We're going to be on hey. Fight TV. Hey, I finally get a Raw here in uh, two weeks. So Yeah, baby. Yeah, I got some I say they over here I, in July. So I got to get my they tickets should, yet. They Uh-oh. Well, we got a super chat here from Roland Curtis <laughs> watching us on YouTube saying, I still think that the main event was better than the women's triple threat just because Cody's finish was better than Bianca's finish. I liked Asuka's double ankle lock. It's hard to use cells like cages. Yeah, I what I th- I, I thought it was a great finish, though, with uh, the women. I liked how, because basically what Bianca did was the same thing that Becky did in the past. And uh, she just used it against her. And I thought it was a clever finish, in my opinion. But you're, you're, you're right, Roland. The finish uh, of the men's was better. But I think the overall match, while it was close, I would still lean towards the women as the best one of the night. But the, you are correct. The finish of the men's was better. But I still think I love the clever, the cleverness of the women's. Uh, guys, uh, we're, we're heading to that part of the show where we want to hear from you. How do you guys score this year's Hell in the Cell premium live event? Sound off in the comments right now. Remember also to hit that like button, share button, 
Tag your friends in the comment section so they can join in on the conversation. Uh, but I'm going to go ahead and give you guys my rating. I'm going to give this a solid eight, dude. I think this was a pretty darn good, entertaining pay-per-view. The fact that we didn't have Roman in the main event, we didn't have any major titles be being defended besides the Raw Women's title and the United States title. Um, it was a pretty good show. It, you don't have to have every single match to be a title match to be uh, an over-the-top show. This was an entertaining show. You started off hot with the triple threat. You finished off hot with the Hell in a Cell. And then you, and you sprinkle some good stuff right in between. That, that, that's a classic making of a good pay-per-view, good premium live event. And for me, it was it was hella entertaining. Yeah, you took the exact score that I'm giving it. I'm giving it an eight as well. Uh, tell you what, the two lulls in the in the card were the second and third matches, but that was still some good. There was some still some good wrestling in there, especially Kevin Owens and Ezekiel. They had some good wrestling in there. It just wasn't as interesting of a match. Uh, Omos has still got some work to do, uh, unfortunately. Bobby Lashley though putting the hurt lock on MVP, basically a big pop there for him to do that. So even though those were the two lulls in the pay per view, everything else else had great wrestling great storytelling and uh great finishes so i, I would give it an eight as well how about you kevin hey i gotta ask my my writing partner here what do, what do you give this pay-per-view out of ten? Eight. he gives it an eight a fellow wrestling media journalist he, li he, he listens to eight. us he listens to, he listens to us he, he, he listens to, <laughs> he us listen to the show he scoops from Nick, us Nick, you listen to the show he says he doesn't listen to the show <laughs> Tell him, tell him that. Tell him that Jose and I both gave it an eight too. <laughs> Jose and Jose and Jeremy gave it an eight, so you, your score matches theirs. He's just texting right now. It's not important. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna be right there with you guys. I'm gonna give this a solid eight out of ten. I I would have gave it maybe like a seven or something like that. But just for a live experience, Cody came out there and did everything he could in this circumstance for a crowd that really, really wanted to see a special Cody Seth Rollins match. Is this match as good as the other ones they had? No, but I think uh, this is a city and a crowd. And, and I think a lot of wrestling crowds, if they're diehard wrestling fans admire when they know someone's working at a disadvantage and you can't deny that the, the special thing when you go back and watch the show is seeing how Cody did this and seeing how Seth did this and seeing how they made that work and the triple threat match being very, very special. Uh, people put on the working boots tonight and had a good show. Not the best show of the year, but a damn good one that exceeded expectations. Eight out of ten. I mean, holy cow, holy shit. Cody Rhodes wrestled for over 24 minutes tonight with a torn pack, man. Props to Cody. And I, I did want to... Uh, first of all, I do want to that there are some people commenting in the chat that this whole uh injury with Cody's uh, torn pectoral muscle is a work and this is no. this is not a work. This is something that is being handled very seriously that he he may have he almost did not make it tonight but decided to show up and and, and go on with the show, but this is a very serious injury. Triple H has had a torn pectoral muscle, and he was out for a very long time. Exact so same the, bruising right up the arm. Same it, it, bruising, right? Yep. Yeah. Look it up. Look up a pectoral injury, and you'll see exactly the bruising uh, 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 that, that he has is is uh, correspondent to that type of injury. So, yeah, man. Uh, so we just wish – I wish, and all of us wish Cody a speedy recovery. Hopefully he's not out too long, uh, but I know that something like that can take a while to get back from. Yeah. It's not a work. That wasn't makeup. It wasn't rubbing off. That was real. Yeah.
Yeah, Rollins None wasn't wearing it. Rollins None was not wearing any of that paint. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with us. We'll be back tomorrow around 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the top story Monday through Friday. All three of us will be covering the hottest headlines in pro wrestling. It looks like Kevin just left us, so let me take this graphic off. Uh, but we appreciate Good you night. guys for joining us. We thank you. We love you. Remember to uh, like, share, and subscribe. Uh, and with that being said, for Jeremy, I'm Jose G. We'll see you guys tomorrow on the top story. And uh, remember, when watching wrestling, you have to do that one most important thing, which is what, Jeremy? That is to enjoy wrestling. Yeah! Talk to, to them. Do. Pre, do pre. Watch out! Watch out! Watch out!